What'd you say? New Greenwich. That's what it's called. Greenwich? This is Maui Wowie. Uh, so <laughs> my favorite on. movie is that I can't decide on a favorite movie. Press next podcast. Hey yo, I'm Katie and it's your co-host Corey, and this is the Press Next Podcast, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to another week of the Press Next Podcast. For sure, for sure. Thank you for everybody who is always listening. Thanks you for coming back, and if you are brand new and you're like, what have I clicked on? We are a podcast. We talk about. Movies, TV shows, documentaries. Um, yeah, feel like you're just sitting down on the couch with your friends. So that's what we gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this today, y'all. Um, before we even get into this, I do want to say this. Thank you, everybody who has been um, dropping reviews and rates on Apple Podcasts. If mm-hmm. you have not done that already, go ahead and do that right now. Stop what you're doing. Go on Apple Podcasts, please. We're trying to get to at least 100 by the end of 2022. So we can do that. That can be great. Um, I appreciate it. But listen, this episode is going to be a special episode. It is. Because we are saying, I guess, goodbye to an era. It's so hard. It's so hard to say goodbye. To, to say goodbye. Hey, to yesterday. Except- <laughs> Okay. Uh, we are obviously not singers, so sorry if we just made your Okay, ears bleed. one of us is not a singer. No, Don't I'm even not a front. Either, but listen. We gotta say goodbye to an error. I just gotta let this ride for a second. Just gotta let it ride for a second. Man. Y'all. Halloween ends so, came yes. out this weekend. It did. We were very excited to see it. We were. And if you I know in the beginning in our in our intro I say my favorite movie is that I don't have a favorite movie. Okay, my favorite Halloween movie is Halloween. Yes. She loves her Michael Myers so much that she even made a shirt herself. Michael Myers. A Mikael. You like a Mikael? My years. My years. She made a Michael Myers shirt and everything. So it says the boogeyman's coming. And yes. I, I wore it for Halloween kills and I wore it for Halloween ends. So let me just set the scene for you all. As the the theme music is playing in the background, Katie has just returned from the state of Maine. Picked her up, and she said, "I got to take a nap, but we're going to go see Halloween Ends." Yep. And guess what we did? We took a nap, and we got up, <laughs> and we went to go see Halloween Ends. So we walk in, we got our tickets early. We even paid for an upgrade so we can go see it in like this huge theater like the xd yes it's super high it was huge 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 screen was huge the the amount of seatings was like two stories like it was a big theater and we got a little popcorn we made sure to eat before so we didn't spend all our money at the theater and we are just over the hills excited about this movie and they're probably going to be showing some more previews of like new movies coming out right right so the movie's supposed to start at 6.45. Y'all, the movie don't start till like 7.15. Like the preview started at 6.45. It's like 7.15 before the movie started. Yeah. So we in there like, dang, come on, man. We I want to see Michael get on the screen. At the end of the movie. <laughs> I kid you not, at the end of the movie, <laughs> I just sat there. I had my arms folded. Oh. And I my just gosh. sat there like I can't move. I'm in, I'm literally in disbelief. It was absolute hot garbage. Just what a bad movie. What a bad movie. I hated it. 
I hated it. And some people <laughs> some people might like it. Some people may say, oh, this was a great one. They can't If you do, end, I'm judging you. <laughs> if they cannot end on this. They can't. It's hard for me to believe that Jamie Lee Curtis, who, who EP executively produced, and John Carpenter mm-hmm. did too, read this script and was like, this is the one. This is how we end it all. It is very hard for me to believe that they sat around a table or at a lunch, or I don't know how these big movie executives do it. If it was my, like, uh, company, you know, we'd probably go to some meal or something, or we'd cater a meal. It's just very hard for me <laughs> to think that Jamie Lee Curtis sat in front of a fire somewhere reading a script and was like, this is, this is it. This is it. This is how we send off this wonderful franchise of films. Yeah. A, uh, a An infamous mogul in Michael Myers. <laughs> A classic like Halloween. Not only and then she did the rollout where she did like a video and she was like crying in the video because it's like this all coming to an end. This was like touted to be huge. Yeah. They spent twenty two million, right? Mm, opening yes, weekend, twenty million. Yeah. Twenty million. They opening weekend they were projected to make in the fifty millions. I think they only projecting made projecting forty three point four million now, right? Because that the first projection was like fifty. They thought. And then I think now they're projecting it a little bit lower. Um, it ended up opening with forty one point two five million, is what it says. So And uh, it honestly hold on. I'm just I'm getting a lot of conflicting information. We were so perplexed. And even this is how bad it was, y'all. There was one point in the movie. You know when like you uh, get like a nervous laughter, or like you're you laugh in disappointment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like something's like so disappointing that you can't. You just have to laugh. Like yeah. you're like wow. Like I cannot believe this happened to me. Mm-hmm. Like I got got this. You know. At one point, Katie and I looked at each other. At the same point, this is how you know we was like over it and also in sync. Something happened. I can't remember what happened, but we looked dead at each other and did the same like disappointed laugh. Like wow, I cannot believe this movie is so terrible. Yes, and I literally I looked at you and I said, "What is going? What is, what is happening, happening, yo? What is happening?" So, um, spoiler alert! Spoiler yeah, alert! Yeah, we'll get into it. Uh, for the rest of this time, we're gonna be talking about the movie. And honestly, this is my suggestion. I never want to tell people not to watch a movie. This is the first movie in a long time that like came out in theaters, and I'm telling you, don't watch it. It's streaming on Peacock. Well, you said the same thing for Barbarian. Okay, I'm lying then. <laughs> don't watch this but one. he did like Barbarian better than this one yes so. but even with Barbarian I'm saying more so that like you could save your money and watch when it comes out yeah I'm saying don't even watch it on streaming like do not waste your time with this film there's no I can't pull out anything from this film that I thought was like this is good this was good enough for my time yeah and and we'll get into that but let's start off with um what have you been watching this yes, week? Yes, yes, yes. What have I been watching this week? Okay, let me pull on my list. Let me pull on my list because I've been watching a lot. Now, granted, I told you I've been trying to watch something every single day. Now, some days I knew I wasn't going to be able to watch something, so I'll double up or sometimes even triple up mm. on some days. So I've been okay. watching a lot of movies. Katie was gone for a week, so I was by myself. Yeah, and All I didn't watch anything. By myself. Okay, listen. The, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Trash. Absolute garbage as well. Do not watch it. It is on Netflix. A very bad movie. 
and again, I don't like to say things are trash, but for amongst its peers of movies, like an A-list movie, very bad. Um, I would give it a 20% out of 100. Wow. Um, Choose or Die. Okay, I watched this on Netflix. Now, this movie... What's that about? Interesting. Glad you asked. Okay, basically, it's like a video game, but like the video game is like a curse. And so when you Mm -hmm. start it up it gives you like a prompt and you have to choose yes or no or what, what the next move is. Mm-hmm. And if you don't choose, it kills you. But So if you survive, you got to choose what it is. It'll give you an option. Like it'll say, keep the lights on or turn the lights off or something like that. And you think it's just nothing, mm-hmm. but really it's like, I don't killing somebody in the background or something. So it's very, it's very interesting. I got some clips from it. I thought it was very watchable, probably about like a 65 range. Okay. Like I didn't, um, for, for a movie that's only probably streaming, I wasn't mad that I watched it. I was like, oh, okay, this this was like, this held my attention. So if you want to watch that, you should watch that. Okay. Um, the Rental. The Rental is what Barbarian should have been. Ooh, okay. So Because I liked the concept of what I thought Barbarian, Barbarian was, was. This is The Rental. So okay. The Rental is on Netflix. It is about um, this couple and then, um, so the, the the guy in the, in the couple, um, his brother has a relationship also with this other girl. So they all go, they rent this Airbnb. Of course, it's your kind of typical cabin in the woods. They rent this Airbnb in the uh, in the woods and they go out. So the two married couples essentially and the two the two guys are brothers. Um they go out and one of them is having like marital problems, the other one necessarily isn't. And guess what happens? Someone dies. Well, of course, it's a scary movie, but <laughs> One of the brothers sleeps with the other brother's wife oh. in the shower. Ooh. But in the shower, what is there? It's Airbnb, keep in mind. A camera. There's a camera in the shower. Ew. They're being watched in the house. So this is the, to me, this is what I like. This is the scary part of the Airbnbs, you know, right. like somebody's always watching. And so then somebody starts like stalking them and like knocking them off and, and showing the video here and playing the audio here. So people are just like the, the, the dude that's terrorizing them in the house is playing with them based on this video, you know, mm-hmm. he's been watching the whole time. So the rental again, I will probably get the rental like a 75, 77. Uh, I was happy with it as far as like what took my time. So I'm good there. I watched the second babysitter. So the babysitter, the first one I like, I will probably watch like once a month. It's a funny movie. The second one I wanted to watch, um, I had watched it before, but I want to watch it again. So I watched that. Um, and then I feel like I Yeah, that's it. a good one. The babysitter? Yeah. Yeah. So you got to watch the second one. The second one's pretty okay too. It's not okay. as good as the first one. Okay. But it's still like the classic teen slasher. Okay. Um, so, and it's funny as hell. Right. Um, it has, who's the new girl that's finna play uh, Wednesday Adams? Oh, Something yes. Something Ortega? Yes. Start with a J. She's in it, too. Uh, so, you know, Batch is in it. Everybody else who's in the first one is in the second one. And it ends very differently than the first one. So you almost feel... Jenna Ortega. Yeah. Jenna? hmm Yeah, Jenna Ortega's in this one, too. I feel like I've seen her in so many other things, but when I looked her up on IMDb, I was like, she really hasn't been in that in much. In that much, yeah. But I feel like I've seen her... She has a familiar face. She maybe she does. Maybe that's the thing. She kind of looks like Sam. <laughs> Sam. Oh yes, yes. Okay. Uh, shout out to Sam. Anywho, I know you've been busy. So have you been watching anything? Um. No. This- <laughs> <laughs> what you been doing this past week? This man? past week. You been eating lobster. 
I've been eating lobster for every single meal. <laughs> Just kidding. But I have had a lobster roll every single day and cooked my own lobster. Um, That's a horror movie. I for the lobster didn't watch anything. Yeah. So I will tell y'all if y'all if and I don't know if it's just where I'm from that people never talk about Maine, but I low key forgot that Maine existed. And then, you know, my friend is from there. And so that's why I went to go visit. But I just can't believe that it's not more talked about. It's just a beautiful, beautiful state. And I went at a gorgeous time. So this time is a great time to go. You know, you've got your fall foliage, kind of what you expect in Vermont with the reds and the oranges and the yellows. And it's just so pretty. Um, Pine trees. Love all of it. I feel like that would be my speed. I like that. I feel like if you're like a state that nobody's necessarily talking about, it's either one or two things. But really, it's to me, it's just one thing. It's, it's you're doing everything for your state, like right, right, right. All your people are good. I won't say all your people. Obviously, there are people in Maine who are struggling, right. But like for the majority, people are good. There's a certain culture there where I'm sure there's not a lot of dissension. But I will say that. All of the license plate th- plates that we saw were from, like, the East Coast. So, like, Florida, Pennsylvania, New York. Like, they have, like, homes in Maine, but they live somewhere else. Right. Or that's, like, an easy vacation spot. Because Maine is called Vacation Land. Like, that's their state's name. Mm. You know, you have the Lone Star so, yeah. State. It's a little, uh, little paradise, huh? Yeah, it is. It is. So, y'all should go. Um Gorgeous time. The summer, obviously, is an amazing time because it's right there on the coast. But the fall was really nice, too. Um, Yeah, so I didn't watch anything except I started watching Beetlejuice on the plane. Um, But... You fell asleep? No, I was reading a book the whole time. And then when I finished the book, there was only like 30 minutes left in the flight. So I didn't want to start another one. So I just turned on Beetlejuice for 30 Beetlejuice, minutes. <laughs> Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Um, Yeah, I feel you. But then I watched Halloween Ends, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, Halloween Ends, and, and there's a couple more things, of course, this week I'm going to watch because I'm trying to watch something every day. Yeah. Um, I want to say I'm missing it. So I've been keeping a running list of movies that I've watched all 2022. Yeah. Um, But. It's kind of crazy that Halloween's almost here, isn't it? Yes. Like, we've been doing everything to get into the spirit, and it somehow just still doesn't feel like it's October and Halloween. Yeah, I saw my first Christmas uh, commercial, like, two days ago. I was just telling you about that earlier. Um, Yeah, things just feel different. Yeah, maybe Um, it's just getting older. (laughs) Maybe. I don't want to be, like, a bah humbug, but, like, I don't know. It's just not not even me getting older, though. It just doesn't feel like... I'm seeing it in more places yeah. and, or any of that. So And it's just been a very hot year. Yeah, at least in the South and Texas, it's been very hot. So that might also play a role. If you're listening from elsewhere, let us know if it feels like Halloween um, is coming your that, way. That's another thing I will say. Almost everybody in the small town that I was in in Maine had pumpkins on their porch. So maybe like it's just multiple really Multiple like pumpkins, but us. it's not super hot there. So they can keep their pumpkins right. out and not get bad and yeah. smell like trash yeah i mean and, and that might be it that might play a role into it um and why it feels differently for us because we're in a different type of climate and area uh, i don't know it's just weird. and we're not like you know we used to be close to like campus and 
yeah, it's just different times, different strokes for different folks. So that is what it is. Now, are you excited for anything that's coming out besides Black Panther? You know, I'm excited for that. Yeah, excited for Black Panther. Um, Wakanda forever. The menu, I think that's gonna be good. That'll be oh, what was it? What was the movie about the girl who was pretty much like a a human eater, a meat eater? That's what they called her. Oh yeah, with uh, Timothy, whatever with his name is Timothy Chalamet. What was that called? The 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 trailer seemed interesting. Like it caught my attention. It seemed like something new. Right. It's a different. Oh, y'all. Time bones out. and all. Bones and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bones and all. I want to see that. You know what else I'm going to see? What? They dropped the trailer for this. It's called uh, Violent Night. Oh, yes. And it's about that like. That good. It's about. It's a Santa Claus movie, but it's not your typical Santa Claus movie. Now, granted, I am so tired of them trying to take every like kid story and turn it into like some sort of violent thing. Like um, Winnie the Pooh, they're making like a violent Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, that's um, weird to me. Like they're doing that with I feel like with a lot of different like kid things. It's like oh, let's take the this this um not necessarily kid thing. So don't take it as me being like when the the person who's yelling. Look what they're doing to the kids. And what I'm saying <laughs> is everything's becoming just so dark. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it is great. The things that should be like just ha- they're like they're meant for happiness, you know? Right. And so like Santa Claus, when I first saw this, I was like, they better not be doing no like just dark Santa Claus. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feel that way. It feels like Santa still has a good nature to him because the girl's on the nice list. So he's protecting them, right? Yeah. But he's, he's just doing it in like a very naughty way, I guess you can say. Naughty. Naughty, you know? Um, but I want to see that too. That's we got old buddy from uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, but he plays Santa Claus, and uh, essentially he's protecting his family because they're getting robbed. And so Santa Claus is he's a little nefarious, and so it's called Violent Nights instead of a uh, Silent Night. So that did look good. Um, December second, I'm gonna see that mug. I'm trying to think of what else. I think I actually made a list of things that are coming oh, out. Oh, the I movie. Watch. I mean, the TV show on Hulu. I want to watch about abducted in plain sight. The girl from abducted in plain sight. I want to see that. Mm-hmm. There's another TV show. Obviously, we got to get really caught up on American Horror Story. We do. Um, we do. We're really behind. Yeah, we are. Things have just been so interrupting our program. Y'all, October, November, December are sprint months for us. Yeah. Like, I feel like the rest of the year is such a marathon. And then we hit these months and every day is just like we are sprinting top speed. Yeah, the past two months have been like something every single night after work. We've just been so busy. But we we gonna keep doing it because we love doing it. So um yeah, so that's about it. Bachelor in Paradise is back on. Ugh. Been watching that. Ugh, you know, I've been watching football too. Yeah. So we're gonna see that. But anyway, can we please go please talk right. about how bad yes. this okay. movie was first and foremost so, so scale of uh one to a hundred or zero to a hundred what are you rating it i'm giving it like a 32 okay and that's bad 32 is not good we're talking about for a 20 million dollar film y'all okay maybe that was a little harsh no I'm, I'm giving it like a 18 really yes so rotten tomatoes gave it a 44 with a what did the audience score being 56? So mm. even the audience doesn't like it. Yeah, it is not a good movie. It's not. And that breaks my heart to say because one, I love Jamie Lee Curtis. And two, I love the Halloween franchise. But let's get into it. So this is the 13th movie 
in the Halloween franchise. Can you believe that they've made that many? Yes. Um, and I know you love the franchise. I don't know why. I think this is a classic example of like them stretching Cold a franchise out. Yeah. Like sometimes things are just great and they need to be great. Yeah. Like agreed. I don't think that the first Halloween and you told me this. So I want you to say it again. I don't think the first Halloween was set up to be a sequel. Correct. Yes. Yeah, so John Carpenter, he never wanted, he never had, he never envisioned for Michael Myers to be in the second Halloween. He kind of wanted to do like an anthology movie series. So Aunt, or Halloween 2 would have been a different, a different evil Halloween story. Right. It would have had nothing to do with Michael Myers. And we kind of see that in the third one where it Michael Myers and Jamie Lee Curtis weren't in it. It was about mask like evil masks which is kind of where i thought that they were going with this one so if you can't tell everything from here on out is going to be a spoiler alert so yeah take it how you want to so basically in halloween kills michael myers came out um you know jamie lee curtis's jamie lee curtis's character Lori, essentially went into hiding because if y'all don't know michael myers been been wanting smoke with jamie lee curtis Mm -hmm. uh since the first well because they came out with with another Halloween in 2018. And that was the first movie they had made in several years. Yeah. And that was supposed to be the sequel. So that was supposed to be seen as like the follow-up to Halloween, the original. Right. So basically this is the fourth Halloween, even though this is the 13th. Yeah. This is the fourth. Yeah. And yeah. In, in, in the Michael Myers realm or whatever, even though the second how anyway, Either anyway, so basically she thinks that she is she instead of her Michael Myers doesn't die at the end of Halloween Kills, so she's trying to take over her fear. She moves back into Haddonfield and she's trying to live her holly jolly life. And so you would think from the previews and everything that the movie is set up to be like the final um, you know, the final hoopla of not only the city or town of Haddonfield. And Michael Myers, but also Lori. Like, that would be the focus of the movie. Mm-hmm. This is the final Michael Myers Halloween. This is the final showdown. This is it. Like, this, th- the whole movie has to be around that. Do you know what these people did? Let me tell you why <laughs> this movie makes me so angry. It's because they tried to go a whole different route. They brought in a whole new character, ironically, who's named Corey. So I got an issue with that in the first place. <laughs> it's a whole new character, gave him a whole new arc and a whole new story. Yes. It had the, nothing to do with Michael Myers. In the very last movie, they tried to transfer evil from Michael Myers to Corey. And I have a problem with that because. First of all, this is your 13th movie. Why is now the time that you're trying to do that? To transfer it, yeah. And it's the last movie. And if you're leaving the door open for there to be another, like, spinoff or sub-slasher for this, no, don't. I mean, even if they would have went the route of, you know, Allison, who is uh, Lori's granddaughter, even if they went the route of, because of Lori's obsession with Michael Myers in the in the city, it's it it spurned like Allison's hate, mm-hmm. and then Allison became the new like the evil infected her. 
Right. That would have been a much better storyline. That would have been such a better storyline. Than creating this new character who we have no attachment to. Mm -hmm. And first off, I would say on the entire home front, nobody's acting reached above a letter grade of like a B plus. Yeah, the acting was terrible in this movie too. Everybody, if we had to average it, C minus. There was a couple people who might have brought it up to like a B minus. But if we're averaging C minus acting across the entire front, and really the only person who acted, um, who brought it up was Michael Myers, who played, you know, The Shape, whoever played them, who don't even t- be talking. He's just walking around and kill people. Right. So that's, that's it. He's the only one. Everybody else, whoever the casting agent was, I don't think he did a good job. This is my opinion. Sorry. I'm not a Hollywood exec, but I am somebody who likes to consume films. And I really was trying to enjoy this one, and I could not. The person who played Corey, way too dramatic. Yeah. The writing, y'all. You think it was too dramatic? <laughs> it was too dramatic. Every scene. Remember when Corey runs out the, um, <laughs> he runs out of the, the the club or whatever, and they're arguing on the side of the street. Mm-hmm. They have like a little dialogue. That dialogue was so dramatic. Yeah. And it did not fit the pacing and timing of the the film. That's another thing. Beyond the storyline that I think is abysmal, the way that they paced this movie was and in- the dialogue. The dialogue felt very choppy, like we were getting bits and pieces of a story without getting the full story. Yes, that's exactly how I felt. Thank you for saying that. And I was just like, are it felt like they were trying to go indie film with it, but this isn't an indie film. No, you paid this $20 million. Halloween. <laughs> Thank you. Like the best of the best of the best should have been on this. Mm-hmm. And should have made this such a big... Like, I'm, I'm sorry. If I'm if I'm Universal and Pika, I'm not touching this thing. Like if I would have read this thing or saw the... Because y'all, y'all recognize how movies work, right? Like mm-hmm. they have pre-production, they have production, they have post-production... People look at a bunch of different cuts and then they they come with a final cut and then they send it out to people to test. Yeah. I don't imagine this tested well. I just want to know everybody else's opinion on this because we've been talking about this literally nonstop since last night. Because I've never been more disappointed in a film. And especially just it being the Halloween franchise. It's just so frustrating. But. I want to know other people's opinions and I want to know if other people thought that it was as bad as we think that it is. So y'all please let us know because I really want to get feedback on that. But also, like I said, the dialogue was just, I felt like we were all over the place. Mm -hmm. I felt like we were all over the place. And that's why I was just like, what is going on? What is, what is happening? Because there were, so at the end when they were talking about, the reign of terror that Michael Myers has had on Haddonfield, right? And they were like, it's over for good. And the whole community was affected by it, obviously. But they didn't really show us that in this movie. And also, Michael Myers killed like three people in this movie. That's it. That's it. It it might have been two. I don't even know. But the thing that doesn't make much sense to me, and this is what I was telling her, right? So with any movie... And this is why I try to tell people, you can't just be just recording something and be like, oh, this is the movie. You still have to have a good story. Mm -hmm. Because with this one, this is how wild it was, y'all. 
in Halloween Kills, you recognize that this was an attack on all, like the entire town of Haddonfield. Mm-hmm. And everybody got involved. Mm-hmm. They was literally, you know, uh, going home to get their pitchforks mm-hmm. and coming out and fighting Michael Myers, right? Right. It almost feels like Halloween Kills should have been the should end. Should have been the end. So then in this movie, you have maybe two or three times, maybe, where you get a quick 10-second, 15-second dialogue between Lori and, like, one person of the community. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Who um, I'm guessing they're thinking that is supposed to like portray the community or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the at the end, Michael Myers dies. Or so we think they kill him no. on a butcher block table. Yeah, he did. He, he's dead. And they strap him to a car because they're about to go down to the chop shop and put him in the blender. You right. know, like at the little car shop, they put the cars in like a little metal blender or whatever. Yeah. Like a it, crusher. Like a crusher. Well, because obviously what they've done in the past when they've quote unquote killed him, it has not worked because he lives through everything. So this time we're like, no, we're going to literally watch his body get pummeled. Pummeled to nothing, which is always what I said. Cut his head off and walk around with his head every day. Mm -hmm. Like that would be me. Like his head would be on my wall like a moose head or something. You know what I'm saying? Like we're we're doing the taxidermy on Michael Myers' head. Mm -hmm. That's the only way I'm going to feel safe. Anyway, they strap his body to the top of the car. The cops pull up. Somebody's like, oh, you know, we don't do it this way. The sheriff pulls up and say, tonight we is. So they start driving. And you would think, okay, cool. It's Lori in her car with her granddaughter. And Michael Myers is strapped to the, a dead Michael Myers is strapped to the top of the car. Maybe they get like a police escort down the road, right? Mm-hmm. Every car in Haddonfield is following them to the, the, to the shop. One. And people are walking. People are walking. One, how does everybody know this is happening? Yeah. Right? They ain't pull out no, uh, they, they, the radio guy did, and it's on fire. Remember the radio station on mm-hmm. fire? So how does everybody know this is happening? Because nobody else from the community was around. Mm-hmm. So there's no connection to that. Trash. They make it to the thing, and now everybody's walking and surrounding her car, untying Michael Myers' body and passing his body over to, like, the tub where they dump his body in the tub. Mm-hmm trash she gets out the car they split apart like the red sea and allow her to pass through right Mm -hmm. so she can be the one who pushes michael myers body into the shredder and watches his body get shredded up when the entire movie the people who talk to Lori crap on her because they say this is her nightmare right this is her fault taunted Yes. She taunted him. So in the end, they let her, they they acknowledge that this is her thing. And so they let her be the one who, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they they give her the right of passage or whatever. Right. That doesn't make sense. Whoever's writing, that does not make sense. If I'm the person who does not like Michael Myers and I'm saying Michael Myers has wrecked my community and we got him on the top of the thing and we pass him in, I'm not letting you put him in here. I'm throwing him in there. Right. I'm finna be the one that said, I finally got rid of this thing. I want to make sure that he's done. Because obviously in the past, you haven't done it. Right. And that's what we've been ridiculing you about, right? So 100%. I, that part, I don't understand. I don't get where the connection is to the community and you want to throw that at the end. That's poor filmmaking. To me, I think there are two scenes that make that movie, that I, I would just watch those scenes in a vacuum. The scene at the junkyard with the high school kids, mm-hmm. where he kills them all. Mm-hmm. And then the scene where 
Lori and Michael are fighting. Yeah. Two scenes, all of maybe five minutes. And maybe the opening scene. Okay, the opening scene I'm with. The babysitting scene? Yeah. I'm with the opening scene. We were tricked because the opening scene, we look at each other like, okay, this is not bad. Mm -hmm. Starting off pretty good. Mm -hmm. You know, we got a little steam going ahead. And we were bamboozled. We were led astray. We were run amok. We were hoodwinked. So let me tell you where I knew it was all going to go south. So Michael Myers. Okay. Corey gets thrown off of a bridge by some bullies. I know. I broke my ankle. They think that he, <laughs> they think that he's dead. So they leave him there. Bullies. High school bullies. High school bullies. Michael Myers lives in a culvert. Essentially lives in the <laughs> in the sewer. This sounds so stupid, but go ahead. I know, I know. Lives in the culvert. He sees him laying by the bridge, drags his body into the little sewage system where he's living. So he wakes up. Corey wakes up, tries to escape. Michael Myers grabs him by the throat because you know that's what he does. Just if he choke people. if he doesn't stab, he chokes or you know cracks next. And he cracks next. He, he is holding him by the throat, about to choke him out, about to kill him. And he looks him in the eye. And I think that that's where they were supposed to show where they were trying to portray like the transfer, the transfer of, of evil. evil. Yeah. Like Michael sees himself in Corey because then Corey changes. Like, yeah, Lori says that she sees she's seen his eyes. He has dead eyes like Michael Myers. But. I was like, I know we are not going down this route. I know we are not going to try to transfer this spirit from Michael Myers to Corey. I just, no, 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 no. And then guess what? Michael Myers lets him go and lets him run away. Do you know how many people Michael Myers has let go? One. Who? Corey. <laughs> I was about to say, Michael Myers doesn't let people go. That's because people with the name Corey, we know how to finesse. You know what I'm saying? Even Michael Myers doesn't let light. people go. That's how I knew that something was about to, that's how I knew that this was about to be dumb. Also, think about how wild this was. This Man, the more I think about it, how whack this movie is, I'm <laughs> sliding down. In my head, just for this scene, well, you went from an 18 in my head to a 15, just for this scene. Corey, mind you, Y'all, y'all have to let me paint the scene for you who Corey is. Corey starts out the movie as some sweet gardener who is an engineer. And I mean like the quintessential engineer. Yeah. yeah like I'm talking about nerdy, applying, to applying it to, to programs, um, doesn't have any social skills type of nerdy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, he, so he goes to this house that he is a gardener for and he's babysitting for this this little kid. Now, something happens where there's an accident that happens where they blame Corey for killing a little kid. Corey ends up getting off uh, some years later or whatever. And so he's just like the town reject. Does not talk. Very awkward social skills. Just very awkward human being. Mm-hmm. Is being bullied by some band nerds in high school. These are band geeks who want to buy alcohol. Can't even buy alcohol, so they ask him to whatever. So the whole movie, right. they bully him the whole movie, right? This is this is the scene that just took me back. Just now I'm thinking about it. This man, Corey, is feeling himself, goes down into Michael Myers' home, again, the covert, okay? Goes down into the covert, pushes him around to take his mask off. Who has successfully been able to take Michael Myers' mask off? Right. Nobody. Nobody. And, all, and, and Corey, who had got 
his ass kicked pretty much all movie by everybody goes down there and takes his mask off and yeah. then, come on bro come, who thought about this bro who thought I didn't believe I never believed that movie not only that that Corey wasn't able to kill people even though he did but he wasn't gonna be like if he killed people he was also gonna get his butt whooped you know what I'm saying he wasn't gonna walk mm-hmm. away without no blemishes mm-hmm. he wanted them type he, he ain't like Michael Michael will whoop you and nothing coming off right like he throwing you around like a rag doll Corey, one of the ones that like, if he choke you out, it's gonna take twenty minutes. Facts, because he's just a normal dude, just a frail normal guy. <coughs> and you don't tell me that you went down in the covert. This is after Michael has already regained his strength. So he's bringing people to Michael. Michael's killing him. Michael regains his strength again, and he goes down there, pushes Michael around, and takes his mask off and crawls out unscathed, and then walks around in Michael's mask and starts killing people. Yeah, I come on, bro. Don't Who, believe it. I just it just really. I'm telling y'all, please. If you watch this, do not spend money. Just watch it on Peacock. That's another thing. Let's talk about that. So I did not realize that they released it on the same day, and I was scrolling through and saw now streaming on Peacock, and I was like. Wait a minute. It just released in the theaters today. So why do studios do that? So I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I think there's a balance. Okay. So we recognize this is, this is birthed out of COVID. COVID. We recognize that going to the theaters is dying. It's like a dying art. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody's now into streaming, but what the formula, I think, or the more successful formulas are, is that we want to push people to our platform, right? Mm-hmm. So Peacock is a part of the the um, the the distributors who distributed this movie, right? So let's say Universal Peacock is under Universal, okay, right? I want people to have a, what do I want more? You to watch this movie or for you have a Peacock subscription? Subscription. A Peacock subscription? 100%. So if I put this on I Peacock. I was like, is this a rhetorical question? Nah, if I put it on, <laughs> because let's be honest, people are going to, they might get Peacock just for the movie, but then they'll find other stuff that they like. They're like, right. oh my gosh, the office is under, and then, and then they keep Peacock. Right. So then not only have I gotten you for one movie, I got you for months. So I'd rather play the long game and get you for the long con than the short con. Right. And what I think is more successful is release it in the movies first and then two weeks later or whatever, put it on your streaming platform. You have the you have the the power if it's your platform. Right. You have the power of when you're gonna put it on. Put it in the movie theaters and when it stops being successful, take it out of the theaters and put it on the streaming. So the numbers that go into okay, they made this much in the box office, is that coming straight from theaters? That's coming from theaters, yes. Or is that coming from streaming too? That's coming from theaters, I think. Okay. It, it, it would be unfair to put it in streaming because if you just got the numbers off of who pressed play, there's too many variables when it comes to streaming, right? Right. So with streaming, you got to say, um, just like even with podcasts, this person pressed play on your podcast, but they only listened up to this far. This person put, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, So true. there's too many variables on what is a play for a movie. Versus if you buy a ticket, you bought a ticket. Whether you went to go see it or not, you bought this ticket. Mm-hmm. So um, that's straight theaters. Okay. Cool. $40 million in theaters. So 
this is a prime example of a movie that is that did well. So I saw something that said 40 million in theaters, and this is the first. Mind you, I said I was getting conflicting information, so take this with a grain of salt. It said broke 40 million in theaters, and this is the first time since Get Out that something has broke 40 million in the first weekend. You sure? That's what it said. I don't know. I just said nah, take it with a grain of salt. Because I feel like Top Gun <laughs> did way more in the opening weekend. Okay, that's a good point. So I don't know. Let's see. Hold on. Let me look up top. I'm just out here spreading misinformation. No, you're good. You're good. This is this is why we love the internet. I'm googling that mud right now. Right now. I wanna make up right now, now, now. Opening weekend, Top Gun did uh over 126 million. So. Oh. Yeah. Man, Top Gun almost made. Wait, was that domestic or? Because this says. Ends will likely be the first film to open higher than forty million at the domestic box office since Universal's Nope nearly three years ago. Nope. Wait, three months ago. Sorry. Yeah, three months ago. Okay. But Top Gun came out before that, True. so yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay, yeah, 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 and that was yeah domestic, one hundred twenty-six million, almost one hundred twenty-seven million. Wait, domestic. I said Get Out the first time, huh? Yeah, and you meant Nope. <sighs> I'm about to say, ain't no I way don't in the know world. where my mind is. Basically, I, basically, nope. It did sounded good. fake when I said it. <laughs> yeah, basically, nope did good. Is what they're trying to say, and this yeah. one did good too. But okay, but this honestly, is an example of how stuff sometimes does good, but it's not good. I was about to say, honestly, I think that the success in the box office came from fans of the franchise who, or maybe not even fans of the franchise, people who watched this growing up, and they were like, okay, this is. Where it ends. Like, this should have been an iconic movie. Yes. This should have been, like, in-game. Yes, yes, This yes, should yes. have given you the feeling of Avengers Endgame. I should have been crying. But I should have stood didn't. up. And, I should have stood up at the end and clapped. Yes. We should have clapped. We should have no clapped. There and I just sat there. She sat there in disbelief. Staring at the screen. In disbelief. Like, yo, this is over. I didn't because even move. Everybody started moving and I was just standing there. Corey was like, let's go. I the said, worst I cannot. Part, the worst part. I kind of want to pull it up on TV right now. The worst part at the end. So the whole time, old buddy from uh, Remember the Titans. That's Every time I see him in anything, that's all mm-hmm. I think about is him saying, um, him going to the referee saying, uh, I'm going to go straight to the, the, you know, the people if you don't call this game fairly. And he he gave his little speech. Let the you, boys play. No, nah, that's what that's what Denzel was saying. But he went up and said, "You make them remember the night they played the Titans." You know what I'm saying? So him, so he in the movies. He he's another one. Will Patton. Yes, Will Patton. He's the, he's the other one who I feel like made the acting kind of go up because he played a perfect old guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's old and he's like a sweet man, and so he he's kind of awkward in his sweetness because he wants to like advance on Lori, but he's old and like you can understand how. Um, being older and trying to date is a very like wild space. Yeah. So I understand it. So I think he did a great job in that. Like it was still awkward to see, but it wasn't Agreed. awkward because he was like bad. It was awkward because he was so good at it. Yeah, I agree. And so he's saying, you know, I'm trying to move on with my life. I've picked up the guitar. I started, you know, my daughter gave me a Rosetta Stone. I started learning Japanese or something like that. And mm-hmm. he starts saying a phrase in Japanese and Lori's like, what does that mean? He goes, I have a green shirt or something like that. He was like, I don't know, but maybe I go test it out. And you know, he's advancing on her. Like, you know, I want to see those cherry blossoms. And he keeps saying that like throughout the movie, he's inviting her to like take this trip with him, which is to me, inviting her to like, 
can we go on this date? Let me take you out. Let me be a part of your life. Yada, yada, yada. Let's go on a date to Japan. Right. And 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 granted, when you old, if you old and single, that's how you do it, bro. Right. You, got, you know what I'm saying? Don't, I don't want to take you out bowling. Hey, I got some money. I'm on retirement. Let's go somewhere. Right. So fire, fire date idea. And the whole time, Lori's just like, eh, you know, she's not giving him no, no, not a day or mm-hmm. uh, no time of day. So Lori just killed Michael Myers. She's in her house. He comes by. He drops off some stuff. She comes outside on the porch. And he's like, I just want you to know I'm thinking about you. You know, he brought her some stuff. It's sweet, man. Very sweet, man. And she, this is how it ends, y'all. And I kid you not, I'm cringe just thinking about this. All she says is, so tell me about those cherry blossoms. So tell me about those cherry blossoms. <laughs> and then he walks up on the porch and they sit down on the steps and it's just, it's it's uh like zooming out so you can kind of see, you know, the rest of the whatever. Yeah. And that's how it ends. No response from him. They just sit next to each other. Don't say nothing. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the good things that, that were in this movie. I already told you two of them for me. <laughs> this, won't be, this won't be long. Um... They did a couple of things that paid homage to the first movie, which I thought was cool. Okay. Like there were some parallels. Mm -hmm. So one person um, gets killed by Michael stabbing her and like through the wall. wall. So like she's hanging on the wall. That's that happened in the first movie. Um, Something else is that Lori was looking out the window and she was looking at Corey. Corey was standing by the bushes she was standing up on the second floor out of the window, like in the first movie where Michael is standing next to the clothes that are standing, that are on the line. Um, what else? There was another parallel. They do some flashbacks. Corey at the beginning. They do. They did a lot of flashbacks. They did a lot of flashbacks. Corey at the beginning when he was like, the boogeyman's coming. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite um, phrase. Yeah. And then the little kid fired him up. And then <laughs> the fight scene, Lori was in the closet. Yes, that was you cool. remember that's how... It ended in the first movie. Mm-hmm. She was in the closet and the fighting from there. That was cool. That was cool. I like that little homage right there. Um, Did she hit him with the... Uh, come on, fam. Listen, if you're going to hit somebody with a fire extinguisher, you got to spray them up first. Yeah. Disorient them and then bust them over the head. Um, When she went to go slit his throat. So that's how she killed him. She started to kill him because she slit his throat and he... Go ahead. Yeah. She slit his throat. And, and he was bleeding out. Yeah, and she, like, showed him his face in the knife with the mask on. Which is classic. Classic. So I like that. There were there were some things that I liked, but overall. But, y'all, this man bleeding out of his carotid artery. Rips his hands. His hands are, you know, she put a knife through his hands on a butcher block. Right? So his hands are, like, to the table. Mm-hmm. He rips his hand from the knife. Ouch. First off. While he is seeping blood yeah. from his carotid artery, which actually would be much different. It would be like spurting out, but whatever, and starts choking her. Imagine him laying on a table with his throat cut and he's still choking and her with all his might. slit in half. Yes. Come on, fam. Also, but anyway, that happened. And that, then That happened with Corey, too. She shot Corey twice or three times, and then he stabbed himself in the neck. He's bleeding out, and then he tries... To fight Michael Myers, and that's when Michael yeah, Myers snaps, his, snaps neck. his neck. Come on, we got to be realistic, bro. We got to be realistic, dog. If you cut somebody's throat, they're going to bleed out pretty f- fast. Well, and, and they're not going to have the strength to be able to 
fight back after, and we're talking like after like a minute or two or has passed. Right. And I will say that Michael Myers has never been seen as humanistic. So him being able to do all that. Okay. That makes sense. But not Corey. But not Corey. And I don't, I just, if you were trying to portray that the evil had been passed, it just didn't do it for me. Mm. It just didn't Mm -hmm. do it for me. And I read an article because I was like, why did they do this? I needed to know. So if y'all can't tell, I'm really bothered by that. And the director said, well, we've already seen, I wanted to bring in a new element because we've already seen the stalker, Michael. Okay. That's what we've seen for all of these movies. Why would you, why would now be the time to change it? And that's what we want. Why would now be the time to add another layer into it and not just do the stalker film. It's the last movie. You're ending it. Don't open up another can of worms. Let this be a lesson to directors uh, worldwide. Give the people what they want. Got to give the people. Give the people what they want. I want to know what everybody else thinks of it. And I can already tell that people aren't jiving with it because it is 56% on Rotten Tomatoes um, from like an audience standpoint. I put up a Facebook status yesterday. Let me show you. I kind of want to pull up some of the, uh, some of the some of the reviews. Well, I'll tell you from my end at least, and you can look up the other stuff. So I put on Facebook yesterday. I said, "Do not spend your money on Halloween ends." I repeat, do not watch it on Peacock or don't watch it at all. Now I had somebody say facts. I had another person say, "I was so sad. The only reason I went to the theater was because of my son." I love Michael, but it was so disappointing. Um, so, and they said specifically, there was like zero Michael. Uh, shout out to Iman. She said, dang, is it worth the matinee at least? No, not a cent. It is not worth the matinee. Uh, somebody else said, just watch it on Peacock. I don't agree. Save your time. But if you're going to watch it, I guess watch it on Peacock. Then one person, my cousin said, I heard it was good. I said, they lied to you. <laughs> you can't trust them, fam. Right. Uh, my homeboy Jose said, I heard the final, uh, 10 to 15 minutes are the only thing worth viewing. Can you confirm? I said, yeah, but honestly, that's forgettable too. Uh, somebody said, trust in my gut and went to go see Smile instead. Somebody else said it was trash. And I've been seeing from other people's posts the very same things. I'm so disappointed in this movie. We can even go to Twitter real quick. What'd you say? Read, read some of yours. Yeah. So here are some of the negative ones and then I'll go back and read some of the good ones. But, um, this says, so dreary is the latest go-round that the film's title resonates less as a guarantee than a cruel taunt. Someone else says, um, loaded with big swings and compelling ideas, they just don't belong on the path established in the 2018 film. That's my biggest thing, is if this is truly the end, because I don't, I don't know if this was coming back as like a trilogy with Halloween, Halloween Kills, and Halloween Ends, but I'm I'm assuming it is because it all follows the same storyline and has the same characters. Don't. It doesn't belong. This film doesn't belong. Um, the film essentially shrugs its shoulders midway through and delivers a tedious plethora of gory, often misogynistic, torture porn killings. The franchise tank is officially empty. Um... <laughs> A cesspool of bad filmmaking decisions. The Michael Myers killing spree doesn't begin until nearly one hour into this horrific misfire. 
There's not enough Laurie Strode and too much of a dull romance between Laurie's granddaughter yes. and an accused killer. Dull. 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 Hey, Twitter is hilarious. In the 45-year history of Halloween, Halloween Ends is by far one of the worst movies in the franchise. One, it's got to be the worst. It's got to be the worst. Listen. <laughs> they gave it a 0.5 out of 5. Somebody said, how do you make one of the most iconic slashers a side character in his own movie? It's the goddamn finale. Michael, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Wait, what is it? That's what somebody said. How do you make uh, one of the most iconic slashers a side character in his own movie? Right. He was literally a side character. Look at this uh, picture. It's a picture that says the Corey Cunningham movie. Oh, I guess Michael's there too. <laughs> it's called This Halloween. Also, it's really funny because I was like, oh, I went to school with someone named Corey Cunningham. Mm. Sorry, uh, bro. Somebody said Halloween uh, ends is terrible. I don't ever want to hear anybody talk trash about Halloween Kills ever again. This one is definitely the worst. Yes, because people hated <laughs> Halloween Kills. Time out. Please watch this. I'm sorry, y'all. My friend Aubrey was like, it cannot be worse than Halloween Kills. I said, oh, but it is. <laughs> Facts. Bro, I love Twitter, bro. Twitter has got to be one of the funniest things. You know what's funny is it's like the, the, one of the more uh, the least used social media apps. Yeah, I it forget about is it sometimes. Uh, I need hilarious. to go see what what they're saying about it, too. It's hilarious. It's actually trending right now. So this one says, introducing a new character who adds nothing to the plot in any way into the final chapter of an iconic film series is just absurd. He took up the time which could have gone to a more iconic characters. Even his demise had zero impact. Yes. Sir, write a review on a blog, please, because that was great. You did it within a certain amount of characters. Huh. Huh. Man, I can um, I can talk about the, how how bad this movie is, but basically, I want to hear from you all if you do watch the movies, or um, how would you feel if one of your favorite franchises just ended so terrible, or maybe one of your fra- favorite franchises did end terrible. I mean, a lot of people are upset with the Game of Thrones finale. Yeah, but this I feel like this one's worse. This has to be worse. Yeah. Somebody said Halloween ends is honestly one of the worst movies I've ever sat through, and I can't like. Oh my God! Y'all ready? Can I play this real quick? What? <laughs> it said Michael Myers when he sees Corey killing uh, everyone dresses him. Hold on, let me let me put on the Bluetooth for this one. This is hilarious. This is hilarious. You are going to die because this is why. Um, this is why Twitter is funny, y'all. Somebody said this is. Uh, Michael Myers, when he sees Corey uh, killing him, dresses him. <laughs> you ready? Mm-hmm. That's my bar. He copied my whole fucking flow. He copied my whole fucking flow. Word for word, bar for bar. Oh, okay. I'm gonna get off Twitter, man. Okay, I have. I have something that I'm going to read in closing. Read it, and then we'll play a game. And then we'll play a game. Okay, so this says they knew what they were doing, and it has six pictures. It has the 1978 Halloween and then the 2018 Halloween side by side. Oh, I saw that. Then it has Halloween 2, and then it has Halloween Kills side by side. Then it has Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, and then Halloween Ends side by side, which I will say... That they use the same font in the intro for Halloween Ends as they did Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. And if you remember, Halloween 3 
Michael Myers wasn't in it. Jamie Lee Curtis wasn't in it. And it was about evil masks and like the, the, the mask holding the power. So this says, this is from a Facebook status. I don't know who wrote it because the name is cropped out, but it says I had an epiphany. It's very long. I think I know that what green was doing all along. I both hate him for it and I'm intrigued by it. He basically remade the experience of the first Halloween movies right down to everyone bashing the third one because Michael isn't really in it, but it's deeper than that. Let's go on a ride. Halloween 2018 is essentially a remake of the 1978 classic Michael Myers being transported. There's a character who knows he's pure evil this time, Lori instead of Dr. Loomis and the shape escapes this time. There's a bad doctor instead of a good one. And some babysitters die friends of our new main character. Michael battles a heroine and we think he's dead, but isn't getting up in the lawn in 78 this time with breathing. Halloween kills is essentially a remake of Halloween Two. The majority of the movie takes place in a hospital with Lori being sidelined almost the whole time. The same complaints from the original sequel as our protagonist isn't active. Both films feature Michael in a killing rampage. He being much more brutal in, in both kills and number two, which I can see that. Um, Halloween ends and stop reading if you haven't seen, which whatever, um, is essentially a spiritual remake of season of the witch. Both movies are genre deviations of what came before season, not being a knife movie, but a supernatural one involving witchcraft and ends being a love story. You could also argue that Dan Chalice slash Ellie aspect being a love story, but it was in the eighties and Atkins was too smooth not to get some tell in a movie. Also, ends features little. Where am I? Little Michael. The biggest grip being Halloween three is a Myers experience. Like my mind is blown. Not only did Green remake the original three without us realizing it, he recreated the reactions to the older films. Think about how people digested the twenty digested the twenty eighteen kills, and most people are with ends. It almost. It's almost the exact same as the original trilogy. Everyone loves the original. Say the sequel ain't nearly as good as the third is what. Yeah. Well, um, this is how I feel about that. Why? It's a great theory. It is a great theory and it makes sense. I still don't think it makes sense when, when you say that the first Halloween was supposed to be a sequel to the Halloween in 2018 was supposed to be a sequel to the first Halloween. Correct. Right. So then it doesn't make sense. Well, this one was saying that Halloween was a remake of the first one. But we know it wasn't. Yeah. So. But I get what they're saying in this. I just think if everybody thought that it was trash and everybody hated it, why would, why would you, you want to remake it? That's <laughs> like, what I'm saying. That's, that's another dumb why thing. Why would you want to recreate that? Yeah, hey, you know? Everybody hated the second one, so let's make a movie that they hate again. Right. Why, no. With the same plot. Come on, fam. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's what I I get. I get what I just read. I understand it, and I think that it could be accurate. But in the same time, it's why? Stupid, and it's not evil genius. It's just it's just dumb. Yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> that's not evil genius. Genius would be creating the the first three, and they all being great films. Okay. But anyway, you ready to play a game? Let's play a game. All right, if you are new here, we play a game every single week, or as much as we can. Um, I give Katie some industry terms from the film industry, and you, and you see if you can guess them. 
Um, so are you ready? Let's go. All right, let me pull up my little sheet real quick. All right. What is principal photography? The basics. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> principal photography? Yes. What is principal photography? Um, your basic shots. That's your answer? Yes. Oh, new sounds. This <laughs> new week. sounds. Here we go. So, principal photography is when the majority of the film is shot. So, I'm not going to say necessarily, I don't know what you mean by basic. This is why I say this. So, there are scenes that typically involve the lead actor, um, and they don't have like a lot of, you know, there's like post production, they might be adding in different shots with visual effects, correct? Mm -hmm. So, when principal photography is done, it's like the cameras are put away, everything that's pretty much shot in the camera is finished. If anything that needs to be created as a scene later can be created as a scene later but principal photography is complete oh so is that what you meant by basics no kind of <laughs> we're, we're i think that's where line. i think that's where my mind was going right so it, the easiest way i can say this is imagine if we're shooting a movie and as part of the movie there are some of the scenes we're going to be like uh, let's say let's take michael myers right so let's say michael myers was like a visual effects person mm -hmm. so we spent two weeks or maybe three weeks actually on set with cameras filming everything, you know, filming the man in green and the dot suit and filming everything else. Right. Right. But then we're done with that. Okay. They, they yell cut, you know, or that's a wrap or whatever. And all the actors and stuff go home. So that's principal photography. Principal photography is done. Now the people behind the scenes are going to have to make the other scenes when it comes to the visual effects and putting Michael in. Right. But the cameras are put up, you know? Okay. So that's principal photography. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Are you ready for the second term? I don't know. Now I'm scared. <laughs> what is a revival house? Oh, what? These are getting harder. Well, they're supposed to. <laughs> a, re a revival house. Revival house. Let's in a revival <laughs> just because I have no better answer I'm going to say these are the scenes that are shot after the damn what's the term we just used principal photography after principal photography <laughs> you're funny dude <laughs> damn 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 um <laughs> no I love that sound um, no, a revival house is an exhibition or film theaters that dedicate themselves to showing a certain kind of film. These films are off, often uh, older films, foreign films, silent movies, classics, and rarely seen gems. So, you know, some of your smaller theaters that are specifically like, oh, these are, they only show like this horror genre or something, you know? Um, gotcha. okay. You ever see like the Fathom events? Yes. Imagine if there was like, there are theaters out there who only show stuff like that. Gotcha. Those are revival house revival houses. Interesting. Um, I like that sound. Do you want to know what I got for the... Yes, um, I do. For the correct one? I was wondering if you would show it to me. Yes. I may not always be right, but I'm never wrong. <laughs> That's Meryl Streep in Little Woman. I may not always be right, but I'm never wrong. Exactly. Um, so I'm going to keep thinking about some other ones because, of course, we have the uh, Liar Liar one. Jordan face back, swoosh, and that's the game. Nothing further, Your Honor. And then we have the, um, you get nothing, right? So I'm gonna try to get a little bit more sounds, but I okay. love, you know, I love it. Hold on. Damn, damn, damn. I love a Florida Evans. You know what I'm saying? You say that a lot. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious, man. Uh, shout out to to that show, man. It's one of the one of the goats. 
Anyway, thank y'all for listening to yes, us vent you. about our experience. Uh, how and let us know if you have similar feelings or if you liked it. Yeah, for we sure. We won't judge you. I'm not going to judge you, honestly. Too much. I'll judge um, you a little bit. No, I'm not going to judge you at all. I'm just going to judge your taste in this specific film. <laughs> uh, but you as a person, you're wonderful. Thank you all for, for sitting and listening, you know? For sure. Um, cool. Well, when you're sitting on the couch watching TV and ask, are you still watching? Always. Press next. Every time. See y'all next week. Bye.